and welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp, joined today for a conversation with Dylan Barth. Dylan is the regional sales agronomy manager for Central Farm Service Cooperative in Minnesota. Dylan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah. So let's just get kicked off. Tell us a little bit about your role at CFS. Yeah, so I manage part of our agronomy sales team here at Central Farm Service. Uh, I also lead our hiring and onboarding process of our customer-facing team, uh, as well as host our agronomy trainings, uh, lead one of our agronomy uh, finance programs, and a few other things as always applies in the world of cooperatives, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. So how has your season been going so far? Tell us a little bit about your trade territory. Yeah, so we cover, I, I like to say, South Central Minnesota. We stretch from, you know, Fairmont, Sherburne area up on our far west, all the way over to east of Hayfield, Rochester. Um, and then really we do work all the way up towards the Twin Cities. So cover a decent chunk of our territory. Uh, we're a touch later than we have been in the last couple of years. We got spoiled with some really nice springs. Uh, this year we've got some cool weather and rains that have held us off maybe a week or two later than we would have liked or than average. Um, but we've been fortunate to get our crop in the ground in fairly good conditions uh, for the most part. Certainly uh, some people have struggled in, in a few places, but in general, uh, rather fortunate. Our team has worked really hard to stay ahead of growers uh, and, and provide the service that we always try to. Um, not without hiccups, of course, but we spend all winter planning for a 14 to 20 day working day sprint and we're on the backside of it now and uh, doing the best we can and we're, we're, we're fortunate to be where we are. Yeah, hopefully now the wind is starting to be at your backs a little bit. You guys are chipping away at acres and making some progress. Dylan, is there any particular focus that you and your agronomy team is really taking to the field this year, whether it be a new tool or some other agronomic practice that you guys are really trying to make good gains on? Yeah, you know, I think the farmers that will be the most profitable this year will be the ones that focus on uh, the changing ROI equation with the with the markets that are the way they are today. Um, you know, the products that are driving yield and that will provide you those just few extra incremental bushels that are that much more valuable this year, uh, I think are really going to make a difference. And so, um, the growers that are taking advantage of a different ROI equation than we've had probably for the last three to five years, I think are going to see the, the best results at the end of the year. So using data to make those decisions, every farm is different. You know, what we run into for, for weather patterns, for crop response, for whatever situation your farm might have, you know, using data to make those decisions to provide you those few extra bushels, um, I think it's really going to make the difference this year. Yeah. If you could, I mean, help us understand how you and your team are helping farmers use that data. What do you guys see is your role in that? What participation, what products, what tools, what are you guys using to help your role in that be even easier? Yeah. What a great question. Thank you. Um, our best tool that we can provide and, and use on farms that we work with is called Central Advantage. It's our precision egg offering at Central Farm Service. Uh, we have a team dedicated solely to serving uh, our growers in precision egg. And so those folks manage and collect data 
uh, from farms. We have nearly 300,000 acres in our trades territory in that program. And the whole, most of the point of the program is to turn data that is out there in the ether and unused and not as valuable as it could be and turn it into value. And so uh, what is the incremental value of using fungicide? What is the incremental value of using a micronutrient package? What is the incremental value of managing a hybrid in the way that it wants to be managed to provide the best ROI? Um, you know, that's, that's a small, small sliver of the things that Central Vantage can gather for our growers and then turn into insights. And um, it's, it's a super powerful program to help us understand and make decisions on every farm. And we can piece that data um, from the whole 300,000 acres to, hey, you wanna talk about acres within 15 miles of your bin site? Here it is, here's what the data says, uh, really powerful tool. Yeah, well, congratulations on that benchmark of being able to get 300,000 acres enrolled in such a technology-driven program. What would you share as far as what has led to your success there? Because a lot of folks want to build out their business with technology somehow at the center. But what has been y'all's philosophy? What's been your approach that has helped lead to your success? That's a really good question. Um, I think focusing on collecting excellent data. And so I mentioned that we have a team dedicated to that. And so we, we, we have a couple of reasons for that. One is that we have people that that is their specialty and we make sure that we have really, really clean data. Um, there are some bigger national um, programs, programs, that are housed uh, with the basic manufacturers of chemical products and things like that, that uh, can do some excellent things and collect a lot more data than what we have. But our data is cleaned and, and very, very accurate due to specific people that only work on that. And then those folks, um, they aren't on our agronomy sales team. And so their job is to service our growers just in that aspect. And so we've really invested a lot of uh, bright people into that specific part of our company that have driven the success. Dylan, how long have you been at CFS? Officially, I've been at CFS for four years. Uh, prior to that, I was partnered. I was a Winfield United employee partnered uh, with our legacy company, WFS, one of them, and then CFS post-merger. Got it. So awesome experience for my question, which is how have you seen the agronomic advisor roles in ag retail and even your role today, how have you seen that change over time? I don't know really how much it's changed, to be honest with you. I think more I have realized how over time, how much more important the relationship and a partnership on a farm is. Um, as farms are consolidating, uh, they have more things to juggle. They have more things on their plate and, um, we have a more important role of partnering with them to help them make the best decisions possible. Um, you know, I have a very small sliver of the world of what running even just a, a crop farm, a real crop farm in southern Minnesota looks like. Um, you do not want me wrenching on a tractor. Uh, so somebody else can be the expert there and, and really we can be the experts in the world of agronomy and to help make those decisions, help understand data, how the management of the farm is working, and uh, help make recommendations based on those things. So I don't know how much it's changed. I just think I've realized more 
um, how important helping our growers make the best decisions possible really is. Well, that agronomic data is so foundational, like you shared in making cropping decisions. Also for your business, when you guys are forecasting future demand of certain products. And now as we're unlocking all these opportunities around sustainability and carbon, what is your guys's approach there on how you're helping set up farmers for success? Yeah, great question. Uh, carbon's the buzzword right now, right? And uh, we are certainly keeping our, uh, that's really a, a, the realm of central advantage. We are keeping our toes in the water there. We're making sure that we understand the space as much as possible. And that's what uh, one of the pieces that central advantage in our data team houses. And the reason for that is all of these programs that involve carbon and, and trading uh, credits require data to prove that you've been doing what you say you do. So really our mantra is if you're in Central Advantage, don't worry, we have your information, we have the data that they're gonna require, and we can be the easy button if you choose to enroll in one of them or sign up to get everything you put across. So that's really one of our value propositions of Central Advantage is to say, hey, we have you covered if and when you decide to do that. Um, I think the other thing we're encouraging folks right now is if they are looking into it, we're happy to help. Uh, just be very cognizant of, of what the contract look like, looks like, what stipulations are in it for you, um, and what it really means for the short-term and, and long-term vision of your business. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well said, Dylan. Oh, I like that too. You're looking to be the easy button, especially as, you know, this carbon is such a moving target, it seems like at times, and we're learning a lot every season. Okay. So Dylan, the catalyst for our conversation today was you were named our 40 under 40, which is a program sponsored by our friends at New Farm to recognize the younger leaders in ag retail. So I'm curious, what would you share with someone who's on the front end of their career in ag retail? Yeah. Uh, fortunately, in my role, bringing on a lot of new folks into our team, I, I kind of get to have these conversations frequently. Um, but I think there's three things that we really look for in our new teammates as we're bringing them on um, from whether they're recent college grads or coming from another industry and have tons of experience somewhere else. Um, the first, number one is attitude. If you are positive, uh, come and want to learn and serve growers and work hard, um, a number one is attitude. Second, I think is a desire to learn and grow. Uh, whether you have one year of experience or 40, the best folks on our team are always looking to hone their skills, improve their craft and get better. And they're really eating up every opportunity for learning and training that we offer. Uh, third is, you know, the reality of working in agriculture is it's not always a nine to five job. And, and so just coming willing to put in the effort. Um, if you want to be successful and enjoy your job in ag retail, uh, it, it takes a willingness to go above and beyond. <clears throat> now, I wanna maybe caveat that we are working hard uh, to provide work-life -life balance and we're doing a lot better at that. We understand that our folks do um, you know, have families and friends and other things to get home to. Um, but we also know that when the time comes, uh, we need to provide the value and service that we promise to our growers. And sometimes that's a touch more than 40 hours. So those are really the three key things that we see and the successful folks that we bring on to our team. Yeah, no, my favorite tweet from the last week, and we we shared it on our the Scoop Twitter account, farmer at Farmers Advisor, was somebody who works in ag retail said, I wish I had a sign in my yard that said, 
I will mow, but please forgive me. I work in ag retail Yeah, no, or something like that. Like basically like, I'm sorry, I'm incredibly busy. And if farmers are in the field, it means that I could be mowing my lawn, but I'm too busy helping farmers. Right. I saw that. That was an excellent tweet. Oh, I wish I could remember the account. We would give her a shout out, but okay. Dylan, I would love to ask you three questions that I like to pose to everyone who comes on the podcast. And so the first one would be, what do you wish you knew six months ago? Oh, I wish I had more time to ponder that question. Um, in my life, I wish I knew the trajectory of inflation. And in agriculture, I wish I knew the trajectory of Roundup supply. I didn't specify personal or professional. So thanks for dipping into both. That's sure. awesome. Okay. And then my second question would be what keeps you up at night? Oh, uh, honestly, it's, it's if we're navigating some sort of issue with a customer. That's, that's the thing that, you know, when you get uh, tingles, you're just worried, you're constantly thinking about it is it's if we're working with something that that didn't go right, uh, that we didn't meet expectation, or that we have to figure out a solution to that's, that's the worst feeling. It's their livelihood. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, no, well said, Dylan. And then my last question would be, I would like to have one prediction from you for the year ahead. Uh, one prediction is we're late planting, but we're going to have plenty of GT- GDUs and our energy department is not going to sell very much dryer gas this fall. <laughs> All right, we're going to end on some optimism and that is Dylan Barth. He is the regional sales agronomy manager for CFS there in Minnesota. Dylan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Excellent. Well, if folks want to find us on Twitter, you can at Farmers Advisor. And until next time, thanks for tuning into the Scoop Podcast. I hope you all have a safe and productive growing season. 